Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. And this is a special edition. This is a special show kind of coming to you mid fourth quarter or almost mid fourth quarter. Going to do a breakdown of prime day performance and like get a little sneak peek at what we are expecting for the rest of the holiday shopping season. Hey, Brett Curry here. I've got an important question for you. Where will your next big idea come from? Where will your next big breakthrough come from? Or where will your next little tweak or little improvement come from? Have a suggestion. Check out our guides and resources at omgcommerce.com. Are you looking to enhance your YouTube ads game? We have two of the best YouTube ad resources that are completely free, our YouTube ad examples and templates guide, and our guide to getting authentic video customer testimonials. But it doesn't stop there. We also have guides on how to maximize sponsor brand video on Amazon and Amazon DSP and Google Shopping and a variety of other things. So get these free guides, give them to your team, even share them with your agency. Just take advantage of these resources and up your game. Let OMG Commerce help. And now, back to the show. With me on the podcast is the man, the myth, the legend. This is now, is this your third time to be on the podcast? Third yeah. or fourth? Uh, excited to welcome on the Amazon director for OMG Commerce, Mr. Chris Tyler. Chris, what's going on, man? And is this really the third, third show or fourth? Yeah, this is the third. Uh, I was going to ask you, like, Who's been on the most? Is it Chris Brewer? Um, Chris Brewer, I think, has been the, on the most. So, so for those that don't know, and I think most of you do, Chris Brewer is the co-founder of OMG Commerce and my business partner. So I think he's been on four. But man, you're you're uh, you're moving in there, dude. And, and if you keep this up, up uh, you know it's, it's anybody's ball game. So, so we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you having me back. Yeah, absolutely. And so you know, uh, you, you head up our our Amazon team. We've got a team of eight or nine now at OMG Commerce. That, that, that's all they focus on is, is Amazon and, and growing clients' presence on Amazon, Amazon ads. And so we're going to do a breakdown of, of what we saw with Prime Day this year. And we're going to talk about some kind of global stats as well that are really interesting. And, and I think I think it's do a couple of things. One, it'll show that this was a unique year because this is the first time ever that Prime Day was in October instead of July. So usually Amazon uses this as a way to, to really boost what's typically a, a kind of a lousy time for e-commerce, summertime. They use Prime Day to really boost that uh, time frame. But this year, you know, because of lockdowns and, and uh, the pandemic, you know, they had to wait until October. And so this really kind of served as the kickoff for holiday shopping. Um, but first, I want to kind of talk through uh, Prime Day by the numbers and talk about how it's evolved in recent years. And, and then we'll get into a few global specifics, but then some, some specifics that we saw as OMG Commerce. So, so for those that don't know, Prime Day kicked off in 2015. And actually, I don't even know if you know this, Crystal. You probably do. It was to, to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Amazon.com. Did you know that? I didn't know. Oh, yes. Dumped <laughs> the Amazon director. So uh, that first year, and again, it was in July or summertime anyway, uh, 0.9 billion. So just shy of $1 billion in sales. Pretty impressive. Next year, 2016, $1.5 billion. 
2017, 2.4 billion, 2018, 4.19 billion. And then really where there's the biggest jump, and we can talk about this for a second, 2018 at 4.19 billion for the uh, Prime Day. And actually, and Prime Day also started getting longer, right? It started, it's, it's growing now, it's a full 48 hours. So 2018, 4.19 billion, 2019, 7.16 billion. So about a 70% year over year increase in total Prime Day sales from 2018 to 2019. Now, this year was huge too. So this year came in at about 10.4 billion. That's about a 45% year over year growth, still astronomical, but not quite the same growth pace that we saw from 2018 to 2019. Now, a couple of caveats. Because you may Google this, you may look, and you may see different numbers. Amazon doesn't actually reveal full sales totals for Prime Day. They're not required to do that by the SEC. So they'll reveal some data, and obviously they have to do their quarterly earnings and total quarterly results, but they don't reveal all of the numbers for Prime Day. So some of these are estimates. You get places like uh, uh, eMarketer and um and Statista, they go in and, and they they break down what is given, the data that is given, and then what we know about Amazon, and, and then they, they extrapolate the rest. So, but we didn't see quite the growth from 2019 to 2020 like we were expecting. What do you say about that, Chris Tyler? What, what did you, did you guys notice anything with our clients that may also kind of indicate that, yeah, we kind of saw the same thing. It was great, but maybe not the same kind of explosion that we saw in 2019. Yeah, to your point, uh, we saw a really solid growth in looking at uh, week over week, looking at the prime day versus maybe the daily average of the two weeks prior. I, I believe we were a little over 2x for both ad sales and total sales. But when we look at the growth we saw from uh, 2018 to 19, we were pretty far off, at least relative to where maybe we were hoping, you know, start Q4, maybe jump that 70, 80% increase that we saw uh, the year prior. Um, and so it, it's weird to look at it because it's a crazy year, right? Uh, nothing is the norm. Um, and so I, I think overall it was a solid success, especially with the fact that Prime Day almost didn't happen, or at least we didn't know if it would. Yeah, I mean, it was really uh, touch and go there. For, we were talking to our Amazon reps and, and they didn't know. Nobody knew, right? Like it, the, the system was already so stressed. You remember back to the the lockdowns and stuff like Amazon could not fulfill. And so you kind of wondered like, okay, are they going to have the confidence to, to run Prime Day and put extra, you know, pressure, extra stress on a system that's pretty well maxed in terms of, you know, the supply chain and, and e-commerce delivery networks and stuff. But yeah, so we're, we're, we're lucky that it happened. So yeah, and what, what's also interesting is that, and you mentioned, you know, nothing's really normal this year and that's so true. You know, we had clients seeing absolute record days every day, you know, back in in April and May in some categories. And 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 that has continued to some degree, although, you know, not, not at the same levels. But uh, as we're looking at, you know, watching that comparison, you, you talked about comparing Prime Day to the daily average for the, the two weeks prior to Prime Day. It kind of makes sense that we didn't see quite as much of a jump in 2020 because 2020 was already elevated a little bit, right? Where maybe the the two weeks prior to a July prime day, those are pretty soft weeks, right? So you throw in a prime day, it's just gonna, it's just gonna be an explosion. And so we didn't really know what to expect this year, you know, because prime day has never been in Q4 and you know, we've never managed it during a global pandemic either. So uh, overall, really good, but yeah, not the same spike. Um, that we saw either. What's what's also interesting, and and 
I wonder if this if this sparks any thoughts on on from your perspective. Sixty two percent of shoppers this Prime Day said they were shopping for holiday gifts. Where if you look at Prime Day, typically it's in July. It's usually not gifts. It's usually like, dude, I'm going to get a special on a TV for my house, or you know, you know, the, the Amazon Echoes are on massive sale, and that and that those are actually the just quick side note the. Echo Dot, the new Echo Dot was the most popular item uh, for this Prime Day in 2020. So that's what sold the most. And that, that's been kind of the trend for the last few years. It's, it's Amazon's products that, one, they deeply discount them. They also promote them heavily. Those have been the most popular uh, products. But um, did, any, did you see anything in our data that would indicate, yeah, this makes sense. Like there are more people shopping for gifts this Prime Day than maybe last Prime Day. Yeah, so we found that a good amount were gift-based, but a larger amount were based off of product you would get with COVID. Again, teaching supplies, baking supplies, anything that was home-based or otherwise were the things that really picked up. And I would say we, we do have a client that is in the gift-giving to a certain extent, picture frames, photo albums. They saw an uptick, but not nearly the same that they saw in last Prime Day. So to your point, I think that happened, but there were times where it was actually the inverse where we expected it to be the catalyst for the holiday season. And it did grow. Again, it grew like 2x, but not at the same level we saw uh, in July of last year. So like one of the things we're doing is kind of tracking the weekly after Prime Day, just because we know, okay, we're going to come up to Black Friday. We're going to have clients asking, uh, why are things dipping prior to the holidays? What are we expecting? And so we want to trend that out. And um, on a side note, just one interesting thing we noticed was uh, the week after Prime Day uh, was up sales, uh, ad sales, total sales, uh, impressions, 10 to 20% versus the the two week prior to Prime Day. We know the week prior to Prime Day is going to be down. So we just... Right. The week prior to Prime Day, the same thing that happens, just to clarify this, the same thing happens before the Cyber 5. So before Black Friday, Cyber Monday, People wait, right? People wait and say, man, if I just hold on like a few more days, I'm going to get all these deals. So the week before Prime Day, not so good. Week before Black Friday, Summer Monday, not so good. But what you're saying is the week after Prime Day, and you just drop off right after too. The week after Prime Day this year was still up 10, 20% over the weeks prior, uh, which is impressive. Yeah, really interesting. And then the hope there is like, it is the start of the holiday season. And hopefully it kind of, puts it in a place where that growth is more than last year. And like you said, it's hard to tell because we're already up so much. So what is that growth going to look like? Uh, And that's why we're kind of tracking the weekly post Prime Day. Prime Day was great. Wasn't as high as maybe people hoped, but was still very high. And so now our focus is kind of moving to what is the holiday season going to play out to be? Yeah, it is interesting. And, And one of the other things that Amazon did say is that marketplace sellers, so third-party sellers, which that's typically who we work with, you know, they accounted for about 3.5 billion in sales this this um, Prime Day. And, and so, you know, it's, it's a decent chunk of Prime Day sales, but it's only about 38% or thereabouts of total Prime Day sales, where typically, like just an average day, uh, third-party sellers make up about 58% of total Amazon sales. And so, again, that kind of leans and points to, hey, for Prime Day this year, a lot of the big movers, a lot of the biggest uh, volume 
sales items were were uh, Amazon's own products and and some of their right. their one P deals, which which is which is interesting. And so, so yeah, in talking about kind of Prime Day launching holiday sales, as we all expected, we all thought, hey, it's the beginning of Q four. We're kind of training customers now to potentially shop early, right? We all remember what happened in the lockdowns where you'd order something, shipping times were delayed and it was just a nightmare. So I think it's kind of trained people to think, okay, if I want to get my stuff in time for Christmas and time for the holidays, I'm going to need to order earlier. And there were even some surveys that Google put out and a few others that showed you like 65, 70% of all shoppers are saying, yeah, I'm shopping early this year. So we all thought, hey, yeah, Amazon Prime Day, that's going to be it. That's going to be the, the launch of holiday sales. And it appears like that's probably true. Like it, the the sales did take a, a a dip after Prime Day. They always will, but maybe not as dramatically as as last year. Is that kind of what you saw? The the post Prime Day dip was not uh, probably not as significant as last year. Correct. Yeah, it, it seemed to be at a lower level. And then again, comparing even if you compare it to the the week two weeks prior to Prime Day, and you skip that week prior, it was still up five to fifteen percent. Um, and, and one thing I would note, I know we're talking prime day, but this is, uh, after the election, um, or at least <laughs> should be right. Uh, depending yeah. where we're at, uh, <laughs> for all intents and purposes, it's after yeah. the election, but sure. Yeah. Maybe some drama still lingering. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, one of the things we're kind of watching is we, we saw kind of a lull for a few days during the three day period prior to the election. And then like right after we're seeing it kind of pick back up. And so it's kind of like we had Prime Day and then there's the post-Prime Day reprieve and then we should be launching into what should be a, a great Q4. And then you also come up against an external thing like the election. And now that that's over, our hope our hope is that it's all you know steam ahead and, and really able to rock uh, just a great rest of Q4. And we're seeing that the few days after, granted, I know we want to Focus Prime Day, but it does seem that there's these little things we're hitting and then trying to move past. Yeah, it's such an interesting uh, Q4 when you when you put it all together, right? Pandemic year, Prime Day in Q4, which never happened before. Election, and not just a normal election, but a highly contested election, vote, record voter turnout, like all kinds of craziness surrounding the election. And what's interesting is I remember from a long time ago, seeing these these studies that would show how consumer behavior shifts for a few days around the election, uh, people just wait. Like even if they're buying cookware or something like that, which doesn't matter. Like you, you, you would ask a person, well, what if this person gets elected? Oh, I'll buy the cookware. Well, what if the other candidate gets elected? Yeah, I'll still buy the cookware. What do you buy now? I don't know. I'm just going to wait. You know, it's like that's yeah. that's kind of the the mindset around the, an election, probably this one even even more so. So definitely saw a little bit of a lull, some weird uh, activity going on around the uh, the election. But now, yeah, I think it will be full speed ahead. And what we'll we'll recap this on a show later. But really curious to see. What is the Cyber Five going to look like? I'm confident it's going to be another record. It's going to be big, but but you know what's potentially uh, you know what's possible is that holiday is going to be spread out a little bit more. So uh, we're definitely seeing that trend, and it'll be also interesting to look at how does early November this year look to uh, compare to early November last year. And any uh, we don't have like full data, so this is more like and, and, and just for those that don't know, Chris Tyler was a, a mathlete. He, he knows numbers. He can quote numbers. He can do math in his head like nobody's business. So we'll, we'll take this with a, with a caveat of, hey, this is just you going from your memory and kind of what you've seen and remembered, but that's still better than nothing. Um, what are you What are you uh, experiencing early November this year compared to, to last year, would you say? 
Yeah, uh, I would say that for the most part, our percent of growth year over year is a bit higher than October was. Uh, and that even includes Prime Day within it. Obviously, uh, not quite apples to apples, but that's my closest comparison, right? All things considered. That's even with the first couple of days of November being kind of weird because of the election. Yeah. Yeah. So November, like the first day started strong and then it kind of had a lull. And then the past uh, five, six days or so have been at a pretty good clip. So all things considered, I think our year over year growth will be uh, maybe five to 20% higher than it was in October. So, so impressive stuff. So crazy growth that we're seeing in, in November. Let's talk about specific ad types. I think this is interesting as well. So our agency, we, we've been one of the kind of the early adopters of sponsor brand video ads where we spend a lot of money on sponsor brand video ads. And for those that don't know, uh, those used to be called video and search. Uh, and so those are the, the little videos that you see as you're, as you're scrolling through Amazon, you're, you're searching for picture frames, you're searching for dog treats or whatever. And as you're scrolling through the results, you see a video. There's a video playing. It's like product demonstration type video, maybe little infomercial type video, but it's not, you know, like a branding video. It's, it's a uh, product demo video. What, what have we seen with sponsor brand video ads, both during Prime Day, but then also early Q4 2020? Yeah, uh, sponsor brand video is the biggest thing for me right now in terms of uh, all advertisers should be utilizing it. Not only should they be utilizing it, they should be running it on all products, testing A-B copies of videos, just doing everything they can to lean into this while it's still at that phase of early adopter. Because uh, we are seeing it get a little more competitive, but still really great results. And prior to Prime Day, um, performance was probably... 30 to 40% better in terms of a cost return than the advertising uh, for advertisers overall. Uh, really crazy to think it, it's nuts. And it's all about the placement, but uh, we've talked. So anyone listening should go check out the video Brett and I did the podcast. Yes. The sponsor of video, uh, talking, you know, it's the placement, but you'd want really quality video as it gets more competitive. And I know that's yep. your field, not mine, Brett, but I am with you on that. And uh, so what we're seeing is the challenge is really just volume. You know, you've got that one placement. You can't really push it past the point of just owning it for as often as you can, just because it is just one spot. And so leading up to Prime Day, we got very aggressive and we saw ad sales grow about 50% for, for the two Prime Days versus the period prior. Uh, ACOS did increase maybe 20%. Uh, and that's if it goes from 20 to 24%. To me, that's a 20% increase. Um, with that being said, they were still 30% uh, lower A costs on the overall advertising uh, account. Which is awesome. And so just to reference that, that episode, it's episode 132. So go back and check that out. Uh, it's Chris and I talking about the really two hottest trends in Amazon advertising, sponsor brand video and Amazon DSP. Uh, but yeah, and it really, because it's new, don't you talk about the quality of the video right now? I think it can work even if it's a pretty subpar video, like even if it's not a video you you love, it'll probably still work pretty well. If you run a great video, it's going to crush it, but still the performance is, is uh, increasing. And, and are we see how, how much are we seeing the volume grow with sponsor brand video? Uh, so we're seeing increase a good amount. Uh, I would say... For accounts that we start like with a good set of sponsor video, within a month or two, we've probably hit 80% of the plateau. What I mean by that is we're taking converting search terms they already have from sponsor products, sponsor brand, 
uh, doing peer research, peer research, and we've learned pretty quickly because the volume's limited to go really aggressive on those bids. So maybe something that'd be two bucks for some product, we're going $5. So it's less of a slow ramp up and more of, we want to blitz it, come in strong. Uh, so really the growth happens within those first two months. And then it's a steady kind of growth as you add converting search terms and things like that. Um, but I, I would say that month over month for November, for October into September, probably saw a growth of 25 to 50%. And if you go back to when we started maybe four months ago, we're probably like 4X yeah. just because more of our advertisers have leaned into it. We've learned a lot in how we optimize. Um, and I do think that's going to continue to grow as we keep our uh, foot on the pedal. Yeah, that's amazing growth. And I think another part of that too is that Amazon's potentially going to start showing them more. You know, I'm, we're seeing them more, I'm, I'm seeing them definitely uh, more frequently now just as I'm shopping for stuff. So I'm not, not looking for ads, but just shopping on Amazon. I'm seeing sponsored brand video ads more. And, and now, you know, now they're available on desktop or in the beginning they weren't. And so I think that's going to make an impact uh, as well. So, so yeah, now is the time run sponsor brand video. You need to get that going uh, in Q4 if, if you can uh, at all. So uh, fantastic. Any other interesting takeaways, interesting data points from prime day or from early Q4 this year? Uh, yeah, I would mention kind of talking about that episode we did together. Um, a month or two ago with DSP, we saw really nice growth, uh, not only on Prime Day, but the week after. I know we talked for overall uh, account sales were up 10 or 15%, but it was really cool. The impressions and sales overall performance for DSP, the two Prime Days increased about 100 to 150%. It just did really, really well. And uh, that was to be expected to a certain extent. You know, we're doing retargeting. We're doing some competitive targeting in, in market. And so we're really honed in and we had a lot of clients running deals. So we capitalized on that, did extremely well. But what was uh, pleasantly surprising was that the week after, we still saw impressions were up about 50% versus the, the two-week prior period uh, to Prime Day. And then sales were up 35 to 40%. Wow. So ROAS dipped a little, but we came in with, hey, you're going to get traffic during Prime Day, they're not all going to convert. Obviously, right. we don't want to do right. it. The ones that didn't convert on anything, uh, we're still showing the product. We ran a strategy that uh, had coupons going the week after Prime Day. So essentially, the feeling, if you missed the deal, here's a deal. Like Here is what you probably want at the price you want. And that shows in DSP, the coupon actually shows. Uh, so we're actually seeing the tail end of that still in place. Um, and we're hoping that kind of parlays into a really solid rest of the year for DSP. Yeah, I love that. And just just for those that don't know, DSP is display ads primarily where you can run display ads on Amazon and off Amazon based on shopper behavior data. So like Chris mentioned, we're running mainly retargeting ads. So people that view, visit a particular ASIN and they don't purchase, we're going to retarget them and try to get them to come back and purchase. So so really saw amazing DSP growth. We also talk about that, uh, talk about DSP in detail in episode 132, but saw some great growth of the Amazon DSP around Prime Day and after. And so I think that's also a good indication of, of what's to come for Q4 as well. And any other, as we kind of wrap up, we just got a couple minutes, but any other final key data points or interesting takeaways? Uh, I would say for DSP and PPC, uh, and it could be the way we run it, um, but our CPC only increased about five to fifteen percent. Interesting. Uh, I know, you know, there's things out there that are like 
double your budgets, double your bids, you know, it can be pretty aggressive. And we do that with certain campaign strategies, but not overall. Uh, the search volumes there, we want to capitalize on a bit efficiently. And then with DSP, we saw ECPM, which is cost per thousand impressions, uh, increase about 25%. So a little bit higher uh, to be expected. Uh, one, DSP is being pushed across the board by um, Amazon reps. Agencies are leaning into it as we are. And it just is a great uh, advertising avenue. And so more people are leaning into it. But I did expect it to be a bit higher. So it was nice to see that we were getting efficient, relevant traffic at not too high of a uh, higher cost. Yeah, totally makes sense. That's really interesting that cost did go up. And we expect that, right? We, and we see that on the Google side as well. As we get closer to the Cyber 5, CPCs go up and, and cost per thousand go up. It just does. It's more competitive. But... Yeah. Conversion rates also go up. So performance is usually still better, you know? And so interesting that the CPCs only went up that much uh, yeah. for Prime Day. So that, that's super interesting to watch as well. Well, Chris, really appreciate it, man. Hey, third time. Uh, crushed it. I guess we'll have to have you back. Chris Brewer's getting nervous, starting to sweat that, hey, you know, Chris we got to do one with the three of us. Uh, but, but count it as my fourth one. That would even things up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, it wouldn't. No, never mind. Okay. So uh, it's me and you with Chris Brewer as a guest. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there, you, there you go. I like it. So uh, do go back and check out episode 132. Uh, we'll link to some things in the show notes, some, some articles and things we're referencing in terms of global Prime Day numbers. And then, yeah, be looking for another update. We'll have another update episode coming. Uh, to look at Cyber 5 and, and the rest of holiday as well. So check that out. But uh, Chris, appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yep, absolutely. And as always, we appreciate you, our listeners. Uh, we know there's a lot of different podcasts you can pick from. Lots of information out there. Thank you for spending your time with us. We greatly value that. And hey, we'd love to hear from you. What would you like to hear more of on this show? What would you like us to tackle next? If you haven't done it and you're so inclined, uh, we'd love it if you leave that five-star review on iTunes. It helps other people discover the show. And with that, until next time, thank you for listening. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.